0: going around going down in DC town Uh, this is Americana the American Way I'm Big John you can find me on Twitter at the real underscore big John Uh, when parlor comes back up at the real big John uh, and on all your podcasting platforms Americana the American Way As well as YouTube and Rumble. All right, now you got it all. Uh, Remember to like, share, and subscribe, and all that fun stuff. So, we got Republicans trying to exercise their Second Amendment right, yeah, by carrying concealed weapons into the Capitol. Now, in light of the riot on January 6th, I can understand this somewhat, but these people, at least one of them, campaigned on. She was you know, a pistol-packing mama rancher from Colorado, and she was going to carry her gun into the Capitol. But this is leading to other problems, okay? Obviously, a little too late, but capital security has been increased. They now have metal detectors. Um, a lot of people didn't, don't realize, um, at least until January 6th, uh, you could walk in and out of the Capitol building as a US citizen uh, pretty freely. Um You you can walk right in there and try to go to your congressman's office Um, Good luck getting to talk to one of them unless you have a pocket full of money or a check But that's just my opinion Um, But recently Republican Rep Andy Harris tried to enter the Capitol with his concealed weapon concealed gun And Prior to that, Rep. Lauren Boebert or Baybert i am not sure how you spell how you pronounce it—B-O-E-B-E-R-T—is her last name. B-O-E-B-E-R-T. She tried to bring her Glock into the capital in her purse. Now, that's all well and good uh, if you have. A concealed carry weapon in your state or concealed carry permit in your state But these two and others like them. I'm sure there'll be others um, Are totally gone by the Second Amendment and that's good. I mean, I'm pro-Second Amendment, but The Capitol building is not really a place that you need to carry a gun into after, after the uh, insurrection or whatever, the riot, pardon me, or whatnot, it doesn't matter. You don't really need to carry your weapon in there. Okay, you are generally safe. Now, in recent years, we've seen increased violence towards members of Congress. Uh, You know, there was the uh, deranged liberal a few years ago that shot up the Republican congressional softball team practice. Um, So I can understand a little bit. And frankly, you know, if I were a Democrat House member, you know, I might not be real upset with my Republican colleagues carrying a concealed weapon after January sixth riot. Sorry, now, the problem is that with the Democrats; they believe they're believing their own bullshit, their own rhetoric, if that's what you want to call it. I call it bullshit. People like Alexandria Sandy Ocasio-Cortez really actually think that her Republican colleagues want to kill her. That's been a headline for a couple days. And, you know, these two Republicans carrying their guns around trying to put on a dog and pony show doesn't help that a lot. But both sides need to stop believing their rhetoric and their bs and just do what they're paid to do and that's represent people of their district pass laws and uh make appropriations okay sandy cortez alexandria Ocasio cortez whatever she genuinely thought sorry this isn't funny because it was a scary situation on uh, Wednesday, January 6th. It was scary. It was terrible. I denounced it altogether. But the fact of the matter is... Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez genuinely thought... That her colleagues were her white supremacist colleagues, it, it's in quotes here. Thought white supremacist Congress members would turn her over to the mob, she thought they would give her over to this mob of rioters. Now, one thing, where are there white supremacists in Congress? If you're a white supremacist, it used to be very clear-cut. You did not want people of any other race, religion, or ethnicity around you. You totally wanted separation of the races. Now, I hear liberals of all color calling even some black people white supremacists. How can you be a white supremacist if you're not even white? And AOC is one of these instigators of this. Uh, She went on to say in a Yahoo reported by Yahoo News I did not know if I was going to make it to the end of the day alive and not just a general sense but a very specific sense so she really thought that her that there were white supremacists in Congress that would give her over to the mob listen Sandy or AOC or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or if you want to say it in your Spanish accent, which I still don't understand why her name is the only thing she pronounces with an accent, but it's okay, I guess. It's her name. She can say it, spell it, whatever she wants to. Where she gets off accusing the people that disagree with her of being white supremacist. Because this is my feeling. I don't know if she had like a spidey sense or sixth sense or if she's psychic in some way, but her whole sense came from her own misguided judgment that if you disagree with me, you're doing it because I'm Latino and therefore you're a white supremacist. She, in her own mind, is connecting those dots. She has no proof, there is no proof of anybody has that they're a white supremacist running rampant through the halls of Congress. There has been no candidate that I know of since Robert KKK Bird, George Wallace, uh, that ran on segregation. Strong Thurmond did, but later he converted when he became a Republican. That's true. He changed his ways and became one of the the leaders in uh, on Capitol Hill of hiring women and uh, African Americans. But frankly, to straight to uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, she has no place, no reason, no rhyme, nothing to prove that her colleagues are white supremacists and would turn her over to this mob to be killed. And it's sad to me that a human being felt that way, that they were gonna be turned over to a mob to be killed, but it's in her own head. That's the extreme that these liberals and Democrats are going to now. They are coming up with things in their own minds, connecting dots and saying, well, that makes you a white supremacist. Regardless of your race, religion, uh, skin color, however you want to judge white supremacy, anybody now can be a white supremacist if you disagree with uh the Antifa and Black Lives Matter philosophies and frankly I don't know of many people that disagree with Black Lives Matter I I understand Black Lives Matter, I care about black people, my best my best buddy who's like my brother who we grew up and went through a, a lot of shit together in the last 20 years that we've known each other 30 years. Gosh, we're getting old. Uh, you know, I met him when I was in ninth grade and he was a senior in high school and we've yes. been buddies, like family ever since. Yeah, He's a, a biracial dude. Ha- mom's white, dad's black. I don't care. I mean, him and his sister were like my brother and sister. I eat dinners at their houses, but the 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 definition for racist and white supremacist is so broad now that these Democrats and liberals can throw anybody into that category, regardless of your race. And the way it used to be was, the way I grew up and the way the definition and the, the dictionary used to say is, you want a total separation of the races, now it's you disagree with me politically you supposedly disagree with uh, what my movement says or what my organization says okay then you're a white supremacist but you know these republicans the uh, Harris and uh, Bayert Boert, Bobert they don't need to be carrying their, their guns into congress with them On the other hand, you know, after January 6th, it might be a good idea for a lot of congressional people to get proper training on uh, weapons and carry a a concealed gun. I mean, why not defend yourself and protect yourself? But, you know, to just, you know, hey, I'm going to be a pistol-packing mama and I'm going to be a pistol-packing papa and i'm going to raw raw second amendment and shove it in everyone's face. Now, not really the best approach to take. Though i agree with the the full on second amendment. I'm pro constitutional carry, but you just can't right now in this political climate be trying to push your way through the congressional, uh, security with a gun in your purse or in your waistband or whatever. On to some more about January 6th and the fallout from the Capitol riot. You have Seven senators who have signed a letter. Pardon me while I relight my stogie. Seven senators have signed a letter say that five times fast. Seven senators signed a letter. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, by the way. And they want Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley looked at by the um, uh, Senate Ethics Committee in regard to the riot on January 6th. Um, The letter alleged that they lent legitimacy to Trump's false statements about election fraud and said they used their objections to fundraise before and after the riots took place. Uh, Senators Sheldon White House, Ron Wyden, Wyden, pardon me, Ron Wyden, Tina Smith, Richard. Blumenthal, Maisie Hirono, Tim Kaine, Sherrod Brown signed this letter. Is that so? They want the Ethics Committee to look at these guys in regard to the riot at the Capitol. Uh, the letter was addressed to ethics, the Democrat, or, well, Chairman of the Ethics Committee Chris Coons, a Democrat from Delaware, Vice Chairman James Lankford of Oklahoma, a Republican, uh, says that Cruz and Hawley amplified claims of election fraud that had resulted in threats of violence against the state and local officials around the country upon announcing their decisions to object to the election results. Now, did this fuel the riot on the 6th of January? I'm sure it did. Is it unethical, however, of them to use their constitutional right to object to election results. That's what it boils down to. In no way did they know or plan on causing a riot. So what they did should not be considered unethical. There was substantial evidence of election fraud. Like i've said before ray charles could see it and stevie don't have to wonder and several states wanted to reconvene the legislature and change their electors after they heard rudy giuliani's and other people's testimony uh, of the election fraud that took place now What Ted Cruz and Hawley did wrong was being stars of the Republican Party. What they did wrong was being up-and-coming stars in the GOP. They're both considered possible presidential candidates down the line. They're both prominent senators, and it's two more seats that the Democrat Party could possibly pick up in the senate if these two guys are expelled and the democrats can somehow squeak out a victory in a uh, odd year election okay that's why they're doing this that's what's going on okay this is absolute politicking by these democrats just like it was politicking by Cruz, Hawley, and others in the Republican Party over the election results. They wanted to object to look good to the Trump supporters because that's the base of the Republican Party. And perhaps they did genuinely feel ...that the election fraud took place, but they also knew they did not have enough votes in the House or the Senate to uh, reject any of these electors. Where the idiot rioters shot themselves in the foot was when they disrupted that constitutional debate that was taking place in the House and Senate, the evidence of election fraud was going to be presented to the American people by the House members and by Cruz and Hawley and other senators. 16 senators, I believe, were on board with this, and had they gotten their chance in front of live TV and live internet audiences to present the case of election fraud they would have at least made the country more aware of what happened even though they didn't have the votes to win the overturning of electors they could have done this to uh, make it known because the news was not reporting it. The, the lamestream news was not reporting this. So you've got this problem here of now that Holly and Cruz are being cu- accused of being unethical. That wouldn't have happened if these dummies hadn't have rioted on January 6th. Now, the ones that were rioting were rogue elements from the right and the left. Make no bones about that. There were there, It's been documented. There was uh, a member of Antifa arrested that day. And he was a prominent member of Antifa. So there were probably other Antifa people there that day also. You could say it's safe to assume. Though they also say Assumption is the mother of all screw-ups. But another thing that's safe to assume, I presume... Donald Trump is now the world's most wanted man uh he's got this impeachment thing coming up in uh well the uh conviction half of the impeachment coming in the Senate he's got um, what was this other thing in my jigger I read the Department of Justice is doing a probe. Into the resignation of a U.S. attorney after he criticized Trump, down in Georgia, one of the—he's uh, in the Northern Georgia attorney's U.S. attorney's office—and he criticized Donald Trump, and shortly thereafter he resigned. Well, now the Justice Department is looking into: Did the Trump administration or Trump himself? pressure this guy into resigning. And I guess Donald Trump referred to him as a never-Trumper. However, Donald Trump is the one who appointed him in 2017. So, why Trump would appoint a never-Trumper, I don't know. Uh, But that's what the DOJ is claiming. Also on Twitter, uh, the account of Iran's Supreme Leader tweeted out a picture of a golfer that looked like Trump, and said that there would be revenge. Uh, this is probably revenge for the assassination of one of their Iran's top terrorist leaders uh, last year. Now, why does this guy, this Iranian leader, uh, his last name is Khomeini? get to keep his Twitter after he makes a death threat towards the former president of the United States. Actually, Donald Trump was still president when this death threat went out. But Donald Trump says mean things and gets kicked off Twitter. Twitter accused him of starting the riot when he was using the Twitter platform to tell his followers to go home and behave themselves but this uh leader of iran can make a death threat and keep his twitter and this is more than twitter i hope donald trump has his secret service detail and i hope they're the you know the tip top detail because he he's wanted by so many people Uh, These terrorists from Iran because he didn't go along with the Iranian nuclear deal. He didn't let them run amok in the Middle East. I mean, last time Biden and Obama were in charge, you know, the Middle East was a dumpster fire. Our, Our embassy in Syria was overrun. And the Syrian ambassador died of smoke inhalation while a group of independent contractors were trying to rescue him. And let me say that again. Pardon me Why I some things. A group of independent contractors working for the CIA defied orders and went in and tried to rescue the American ambassador while uh, American troops were being told to stand down while there was a, a riot going on in the streets of Syria and our embassy was being attacked and overrun. Six guys went in and fought off dozens or hundreds of Syrians. Uh, anyways, back to the point, but Iran, the leader of Iran is threatening the former president of the United States with death because our president assassinated uh, a war criminal terrorist from Iran. So let's mute Sons of Anarchy for a minute. As always, God bless you guys. Pray for one another. Pray for our president and our leaders because they definitely need a prayer right now. Um, And pray for each other always. Uh, This is Big John on Americana, the American Way, signing off. We'll see you around like a donut. (laughs) That's the dumbest thing you could possibly say and the podcast.